That's a farmer panel. Uh, Stu Duncan in the Mania Toto. Big Stu low up in North Canterbury there. I want to start with you, Stu Duncan. In the Mania Toto, you were getting really, really dry like the rest of the bottom half of the South Island, but you've had some great rain. Yeah, no, we were, Jamie. We were pretty dry. So it was pretty, uh, pretty critical for some people, but we got most of the Mania Toto got yeah, between 40 and 55 and 57 mil, and we got more rain yesterday. So uh, everyone's definitely their spirits are lifted. And it's at the right time where they can put a few of those autumn crops in or a bit of annual grass. And, and for the guys that haven't unloaded all their store stock, it's probably going to keep that value of that market up. So I know they're really, really chipper. Well, 55 mils, that's over two inches in the old parlance. So that's uh, just about a drought breaker, Stu. Oh, definitely. And, and I know uh, I was talking to the irrigation company the other day, and I think at the, the, one that, uh, the Hawkton scheme they had something like um, nine or 12 heads going around the race on the night before and they got to 23 so they're filling up all the irrigation dams as quick as they could with the surplus water so a uh, good story really good stuff let's journey up to north canterbury Stu Low. how did you guys fare yeah we're pretty good as well we've just under under 100 mils um over the last two weeks so it's been uh yeah setting us up really good for the autumn but yeah it's obviously as you go north here yeah, you get a bit more so um yeah not as not as bad as the no, as here. you go further north, you get far too much. Stu, we, we've been talking to Miles Hurrell about the decline in the forecast milk price for the dairy farmers. That won't affect you. Stu Duncan's got a finger in the dairy pie. Uh, but dairy's not alone in going down. How's the old lamb schedule treating you? Uh, not too bad. It's um, I think there's a bit, bit more um, optimism for mutton, but yeah, there's not many ewes to kill around this area now, probably more, more southern. And... You know the lambs. Any, any, yeah, the, there's been a few coming coming out of south because we've been um, had, had a pretty good um, summer. So there's a few, and, and the fine wool sales in the in central Otago there, um, and through the Mackenzie country, they're, they're happening now. And, and a lot of those fine wool ones come up here, and people sort of winter winter them and then shear them in the in the spring. Uh, Stu Duncan, have you got? I know there's a lot of controversy in your region about forestry. We don't, won't necessarily go down that track, but uh, what do you reckon? What is the solution to the forestry slash? You're a, you're a well-rounded individual, a thoughtful sort of man. Yeah, I, I don't know is the answer because there's a lot of problems and I don't think you can process it up on, on the sites, those big skid sites and cart it out. And like Stuart Nash sort of suggests you can. But I think everyone's got that problem too. We've got the same with willow trees in our region. We lost three bridges in the Miniatado two years ago. Um, and there's a lot of debate about waterways. But the slash, I don't know. Um, it's interesting, the big corporates that are sitting there trading off their credit, the Air New Zealand's and these outfits that are sort of holding a lot of those forestry plantations. And it'll be interesting what they see the solutions are because they're quite keen to get in there at the start. But no, I don't know. And... Um, Cyclone Bowl was there. A lot of those trees that come down as a result of being plantings to stabilise that country. So it's a it's a tricky situation, really. Yeah. What do you reckon, Stulo? Yeah, we're a bit lucky in this area because we've got a chip mill down there at Ashley, just out of Ringura. So they take a lot of that stuff. Um, if we if we take a block of trees out here, you know, a third they say goes to saw logs, a third export, a third chip, which ends up at the um, you know those those plants, and then ten percent sort of firewood, but if you're ending up with that sort of forty percent still on site as you are up on the up the east coast here, if that's if they are in fact other correct figures, yeah, it's a, it can only be a disaster when you get big grains like they've had.
Yeah. I'm not sure that there's a, there's a solution readily in sight because the other thing is, and everyone's you know, putting the boot into forestry at the moment, but it's, and Stuart Nash made a fair point, it employs a hell of a lot of people. And along with horticulture, it's our third, third biggest export earner. And God knows at the moment, Stu Duncan, we need every export dollar we can get. Oh, definitely. I think New Zealand's going to have to pay a lot of bills in the near future. And uh, whether it's agriculture, horticulture, or anything, we need as much exporting dollars as we can earn. And, and that's you know, going to be a tricky 18 months or two years, I think, ahead of everyone. OK, uh, Stu Lowe, really quickly, because we're going to talk footy with Joe Wheeler in a minute. Uh, does anyone, and I said this half-pie tongue-in-cheek, but does anyone north of Marlborough or south of the Waitaki uh, um, want the Crusaders to win? Are we all rooting for the Chiefs? But you did remind me that old Joey Wheeler, who's had more clubs than Jack Nicholas, started his career with the Crusaders. Yeah, but bit like me, that was quite a long time ago, I suppose. But, um, you know, hey, um, would you say ABC, anyone but Canterbury or Crusaders one day? But, yeah, no, the, um, yeah, to be the best, you've got to beat the best. So hopefully our boys, um, they'll be up, a, up, a, up against a pretty good Chiefs side tonight. I'm, I'm picking, so, yeah, no, it should be all go. Yeah, it'll be a, it will be a good game. I think Joe reckons the Chiefs are ready to... to um to roll the Crusaders and the and the other one, Stu, are you coming down to Dunedin tomorrow night to watch the Highlanders against the Blues? Well, I'm actually just stuck in Wackerwhite at the moment, talking to you on my way down to a Target Boys hostel reunion for the whole weekend. Oh. And I've got a god got a godson at fullback for the Highlanders, so if I can sneak away for a couple of hours, I might go and have a look. Well, well done, Stu. And of course, uh, Richie's coming down, isn't he, to be the guest speaker at the Otago Boys hostel reunion? Yeah, no, I think he is. Yeah, no, he's got a rugby jersey there. They're auctioning him for the redevelopment of the hostel, so no, I'm sure he'll have a good weekend. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. What are you saying, Joey? It's not your turn, really, but yeah. say it. The one that got away, Richie. You know, exactly. Harry escaped the you know, the yeah. claws of the Highlanders in <laughs> so, Otago. <laughs> so we sent Richie up there and got you. Yeah, you got me. Good trade. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good deal, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, one of the great deals. There we go. We're all Rowena's getting all angsty. She's... Oh, no, I just wanted to share uh, oh. very quickly that, because uh, we were talking about the effects of the flooding and stuff. Residents in Hawke's Bay's Esk Valley being asked to leave oh. as heavy rain threatens to pound the region again. Follows evacuations in Gisborne's Tokamaru Bay yesterday evening. They've now issued heavy rain warnings for Hawke's Bay, Coromandel and Gisborne. Uh, people are being asked to go to family or friends first, but if they can't, to go to the civil defence centres. They're at the Flaxmere Community Centre, Waipawa Municipal Theatre and the Porongaho Rugby Club. The Centennial Hall will be opened from four this afternoon. Yeah, how much can one region or regions take uh, some feedback on the farmer panel the two lads are talking a lot of sense today I would concur with that we'll keep you on Jeremy Rooks wants his slot back but I just <laughs> on form on form I just can't select him